0: Ain't fucking Oh yeah, put a smile on motherfucker's face. Yeah. No. Of shit, you know what uh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Another week in <laughs> the dollar. Holler. You are on the Renderos Bros podcast. That's right. You have tuned in correctly.
1: Do not <laughs> mix it up. Baby. Uh, yeah. Uh, we got our beer of the week. We got our Arcane Peacemaker and our movie of the week. It's gonna be Studio Six 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 starring. Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Foo uh, Fighters. And, and the comedian Whitney come. Hey, Foo. <laughs> hey, Foo. We're making a movie. That's right. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> Hope the week is treating you pretty fucking well. Um, thank you for joining us again. Uh, we always appreciate it. We're going to start off with our Beer of the Week. Yeah, some beer is what the fucking can says.
0: This is Calilicious by Full Circle Brewing Company. Um, It's a Valley Flesh. Valley Fresh Flesh. Valley Fresh. That Valley Flesh. Flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you know about that Valley Flesh. <laughs> you know where to get it. 818. <laughs> yeah, that's right, baby. Uh, Valley Fresh Blood Orange Wheat Ale. It's 5.5. And, um... There really isn't much to the fucking can. It's just a little fucking uh, skull-looking guy with a bunch of fruits around him and a palm tree. Yeah, and uh, out sprouting from his skull, it is uh, some hops. Some hops. Yeah, and the side of the can it just has like a little color. It says two skulls out of five skulls, a malt three skulls out of five skulls, and hops one skull out of five skull.
1: It comes with that government warning for you pregnant women not to be drinking this shit. That Scully, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I've already cracked it open. I've already uh, got it in my glass. My brother's about to, I'm about to crack my blood um, orange. So I'm gonna give it a shot.
0: I always liked blood orange as a fruit. I always enjoyed it, and the fucking beer. I've had other blood orange, and I've always liked them. Let me crack my shit though. Okay. What do you think.
1: Uh, I actually dig this. Um, I like the citrusy kind of. Finish with it's kind of like a crisp hoppiness throughout the scent throughout the middle of the whole flavor text profile. Okay, the texture uh, of the drink, uh, it's nice and like real hazy, really real good. That's real sure. cloudy.
0: It um, smells like a wheat beer. That's for sure. Also, I can fucking uh, that's all day, all day. I guess what the fuck is it's brewed at Six Twenty F Street, Fresno, California. Shout out Fresno, California. Fresno. <laughs> bunch of crackheads
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: from what i hear allegedly <laughs> allegedly
1: um bunch i have of no met- idea meth city <laughs> uh so one of the things you know how we tried the matrix um experience on playstation with the unreal engine 5 it was like a test yeah, yeah, thing game shit, yeah yeah so uh cd project red the makers of uh the witcher and of the terribly broken cyberpunk oh, yeah, fucking 2077 good really fucking good, really good. uh they announced they're gonna be uh partnering up with Epic Games and making their next Witcher game uh, in Unreal Engine 5. But I don't know what it's going to take place in because it says it's a new saga unfolding. I don't know if it's going to continue yeah. uh, Geralt's version of the thing because he's the main character in the show, but obviously there's many stories to be told in that world. I have no idea about
0: the Witcher at all. I've seen it on Netflix, and uh, I didn't watch it. But um, this beer is really good. The game, the game I do know, the fucking show... I've gotten some really good reviews and shit like that. Yeah. I just never, it's not, I guess, in, too much in my wheelhouse to want to watch for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I just even, I like, I like that fool as an actor. What's that fool's fucking Henry name? Henry Cavill. But yeah, Henry Cavill. I, like, I love that fool as an actor, man. Especially in that spy movie, The Man the man Called Uncle. Oh my God, that fucking movie is fucking great. I still haven't seen that. Oh, you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you haven't seen Six Feet Under either, so I, I understand why you I, haven't I watched seen
1: the that. first episode. Get the fuck
0: out of here. That's <laughs> barely like... It's like a fucking, that's the pilot episode, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I heard on, the commercials go not, away. It's the, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. The death commercials go away at some With, point. Yeah, at some point. I we'll think like season two or three.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, but I mean, honestly, I really do like Henry Cavill as, as, um, as Geralt the Witcher, I yeah. think he brings. But he also brings a lot of knowledge because he's a big, you know, nerd. Like
0: Yeah, the, it's just he, something about the show itself. I don't know if this is going to attract me as a viewer like okay. that for some reason. I think, I think the the... The way it just, I guess, maybe Netflix advertises it, I just don't care for them too much, but I guess, I don't know.
1: I really enjoy... There's so much fucking other shit to watch. Maybe this isn't... It, 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 there's just a lot to watch in general. Like, I've watched the first season. I've only watched, like, part of the second season because...
0: Shit, I haven't seen Euphoria.
1: Okay. Yeah, you know Euphoria I mean? so is also like, really good. So yeah, so much no, shit I, to watch. I do enjoy The Witcher. It's definitely, like, more campy. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, it takes the books... Apparently, like, it does a pretty good job interpreting and adapting the books... To the actual story of The Witcher. Because I will say the hardest part about season one. For most people. Is that it's told in a different chronological order. Like you are seeing pieces happening in the moment. You are seeing past events. And they don't hold your hand. And tell you any of it. It's not until about the fourth episode. Which shows how much they're actually jumping around. Yeah. Where it actually feels like it's actually going on a chronological order. But even then. We'll jump to flashback stuff without telling you. Like they'll tell you. Flashback moments of a story of like Yennefer or Ciri, a while Geralt is in the current time making his way to, you know, the point that they're going to meet, and then all at the end of the season, all the stories intersect, and you finally catch up. Yeah. And then this season picks up chronologically, from what I could tell so far, what I've seen of season two, but I, okay. I, I do enjoy it. Okay. Uh, but this beer right here is pretty fucking good. Yeah. To get back, this shit's really fucking good. Yeah. It is Cali-licious. It's like Fresno sprinkled some crack in it. It's hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> no, uh, uh Valley Fresh Blood Orange Wheat Ale is delicious. Full circle, full
0: circle. It's cattilyicious. Uh, it might if you drink a few, it might make you feel
1: promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I, honestly, uh, Full Circle did a good job with this one. I really do enjoy this flavor profile. It's a uh, citrusy. It's weedy. It's everything that I like in a beer because I like wheat b- ales. Yeah, uh, predominantly, like it's it, that's my wheelhouse, so okay. I was really glad that I came across this. And again, That shit's really good, man. Fun. Yeah, got this from Valley Beverage, and yeah, It was 818, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can't go wrong,
0: get that fresh and get that fresh, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, it's a, the thing is, like, or you
0: get that fresh out in San Diego. Shout out to homie Mac Fresh, <laughs> what it do, homie,
1: <laughs> with uh, the Coronado Brewing Company, that's right, Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is really, actually, really enjoyable. I could I could kill a four pack of this. Yeah, easily. Oh, very fucking. Without hesitation. Yep. So, we're going to talk about Arcane, uh episode. Oh, wait. What you talking about? Right. Let's talk about Arcane. Arcane. Kane. All right. So, we got Arcane on the dick. Uh we had episode 4, <laughs> yeah. Ghosts of the Past. So, you know, like The show is told apparently in three acts, so the first three episodes are Act One. Act Two is the next three episodes, and then it closes out with Act Three with the final three episodes of the show. So now this has actually had a nice time jump from the previous events, where Milo, Clagor, a lot of Silco's thugs die, Vander dies, you know, and obviously Powder and Vi are separated um, by the events that transpired in the last season. Now it's years later, and it opens up episode. The last episode, With the last season. Oh my bad. The last episode. You're right. My bad. Yeah. My My mistake. My is that Cali licious flowing through my veins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fresno. Too much drink, Too much <laughs> drink I think. But <laughs> Jace and Victor have basically harnessed the uh, what they call hex tech and have transformed uh, Piltover. you yeah,
0: how to make that shit uh, stable and be able to actually use this shit.
1: Yeah, so uh, right now they're just using it for, like, transportation and shipping. Like, you see the ships disappear in the beginning of the fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, But eventually, uh, Professor... Shipping uh, and cargo. Uh, Professor Hemdinger him, uh, tell, tells him, like, hey, I want you to deliver the speech yes. for Progress When I, when I buy Day. something
0: on Amazon, I want it
1: now. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells him, like, I want you to do this, the speech for Progress Day. And Jace is like, "Well, oh, you always do that. He's like, no, 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 this time you've earned it, my boy. Yeah. You, you've earned it, my boy. Take it easy. Take it easy. You got this. Hey, so you go down there, man. You tell them. I'm a little flying leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, uh, Professor Hemdinger does feel like. He feels like a little, a little quirky little motherfucker. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he tells him, like, I want something big to no, show he off. Like a, he looks like a little gnome. He does look like a little gnome. Yeah, a garden gnome. You know, he reminds me of the fucking cat in uh, Thundercats. I forget the character's name. The little fucking, the little red one. The yeah, one know it was, it was Lionel. Lionel. Yeah, he would say Lionel right all the fucking time Lionel
0: Yeah, that's fucking
1: uh, Lionel, the Pope is touching Why does he
0: remind you of them? Because I don't remember the fucking cartoon for
1: shit Oh, neither do I I just know that he was the little fucking red dude Who was like Lionel's pet or sidekick or whatever Like the little fucking The little tag-along motherfucker Like it wasn't actually one of the bigger ones or whatever He's like a fucking little dude um, but he would be like, Ryan save me. I don't I don't remember. Ah. I just remember he was just say that fucking name a lot, but I don't remember exactly how he would no, say no, it was No, no, exactly. Because Thundercats sucked. Uh
0: Thunder. Thunder.
1: Thunder, Thunder Thundercats. Thundercats. Oh yeah,
0: gatito. <laughs> hey, would Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, so Jace Purr. and Victor are working on <laughs> uh, harnessing <laughs> hextech and stabilizing it. They actually get it to be a perfect circle encased and safe to use. But Hemdinger is like, yo, this is not the best idea because you don't know what people are going to be using it for. At the same time, uh, there's a ship landing at Piltover and they're unloading stuff. And it turns out they're unloading what we called the purple-pink fluid um, shimmer from the ship. And uh, you see that you have um, like these goons in uh, flying skateboards. They're called the firelights. Yeah. Uh, who try to burn the Shimmer shipment and uh, they are, a couple of them are trapped in the basement of the uh, below deck of the ship and uh, it turns out that powder has now grown up to a little psychopath who like explosions and uh, she kills them by blowing them up and um, you know she here comes the boom here comes the boom. She, yeah and she is just basically like a little badass now. Um And <laughs> wow,
0: That movie Here Comes the Boom That's <laughs> Sam's favorite movie
1: What is that Fast and Furious
0: <laughs> That's with uh, No that's with it's, I think it's called Here Comes the Boom With uh, Kevin Kevin Adam Sanders homie What the fuck Is that guy's name again Oh Kevin James <laughs> Kevin James No Here Comes the Boom Sam with it <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure Kevin James is a very nice gentleman, but it's he just is not he's my, very nice it's guy. It's not, yeah. not 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 my very very nice guy. Not my fucking thing. Not yeah. my you know. and that's different. Like obviously, like he's I'd, one of the celebrities is like cool as fuck. Like yo, this motherfucker is dope. Like I don't think like Adam Sandler is so in that movie, bro. Like I don't like, I don't <laughs> think that. Adam Sandler is a piece of shit or anything. I think Adam Sandler, I'm sure oh, yeah, is Adam Sandler's
0: a fucking genius. No, I'm just saying. No, he's, he's really just chilling, making money off of some bullshit.
1: No, and good for him. Like oh, fuck I'm not not knocking face. It's just not my thing. You know. I shit on it because I hate it because I know he's so m- much more than the shit. Films. Yeah, but that's not what pays. Uh, no, you're right. Fusa, he, Fusa, no, you it's, the Robert, the that... it's the same reason that like, Robert Pattinson did Twilight because it frees him up to do whatever the fuck he wants, and so he didn't for yeah, years. He didn't know it fucking was be that what it became was fucking immense. Well, no, I mean the books were fucking monstrous well, that, that, by that, that point. I didn't know. Yeah, the books were monsters.
0: Those movies were shit.
1: No, and so the thing was, he signed up for these movies. And the which, books. Which, they, no, they're terrible. Um, and then, you know, it freed I'm him up about, to be. I'm all about audiobooks. I'm <laughs> <Not> fucking around.
0: <laughs> a book's a book. <laughs> Let's get back to Arcane. What Anyways. the fuck? Yeah, yeah my bad.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jinx uh, knocks off the mask of somebody and it looks like her sister. And she goes. She fucking blasts that bitch. What do you mean? ham. Yeah, she, she shoots
0: goes, her right away. It's like. If that was because well, they were fighting, was, right? And she that knocked was off her the sister, mask. that was a quick, fucking, a quick, easy death. Like with the quickness. Oh, it was. She wasn't yeah. even impressive.
1: No, and Jinx went absolutely ham at that point. Like she lost emotional control. She lit up the whole ship. She actually ended up shooting one of Silco's lieutenants or, um, you know, thugs. And um, yeah, Man, uh, Siv- thug Sivaka is not happy about the. But the, yeah, but the uh, fucking heaven went down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh now Caitlin has grown up as well. She was Jace's student in the original act, and uh she's now a fucking a pretty smart fucking cop. Like she really wants to get invested in this, she wants to be a good cop, she wants to follow the clues and, and lead you shit. But then Marcos uh from Marcus from the last, you know, he's now in charge and he doesn't want her to be investigating this shit at all. Yeah. But she's very aware of trying to connect the pieces. Um, you know, Jinx and Silco are just running everything. He's taken over Vander's old bar. The last, what is the last stand? Some shit like that. The last drop. The last drop. And um, yeah, so the the show is basically like now moving the new pieces in place. Jace is given um, a seat on the council, which Victor you could tell is like hurt by it. Because he, he he's talking about we're partners. And yeah. it seems like Jace is now taking all the spotlight for everything. Yeah. Um and which Victor was so excited to show off the new hex tech that when Progress Day actually comes, Jace actually agrees with Hemdinger. Like and maybe it's not ready. Maybe we need a little bit more time because he wants to harness it for everyday things. Like he was talking about like gloves for the miners to work without getting tired. You know, and other technology. And Hemdinger's like, that's why I'm warning you, bro. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, yeah. you don't know how people are going to use it. Um, Jinx is not happy, going back to that, about how Savaka is treating her and how she's been giving the ability to clean up the mess that she made. And Silco's like, go work on your gadgets. Yeah. So Jinx decides, <laughs> fuck it. She robs Jace again, breaks into the lab, sets off an explosion, almost kills Caitlyn, and, um, now they have the power of Hextech, which is gonna be real problematic for Piltover and for the lands, because now this massive war is about to be building up. Um, yeah, of course. And I then think the fucking episode was... No, the episode was really good. And then, uh, Caitlin meets, yeah, really uh, Powder at the, end of the, at the end of the episode. Not Powder, uh, Vi.
0: Vi's yeah, been yeah, imprisoned
1: yeah. for years, and she's just punching a fucking brick wall, like, I'm going go, fuck. Yeah. Fuck this wall. Exactly. Um... The show's fucking good, man. Like, no, it's yeah, really it's good. Fucking, I, it's well made,
0: well done, well animated. Well, Again, I got absolutely zero complaints at the moment. Um, besides the fucking uh, Imagine Dragons fucking entrance, like I,
1: I, you I, know I, what I, get
0: I? The fuck out of here. You know, I shit, I don't bro. like Imagine
1: Dragons. I've not made it a, a a secret or whatever. Yeah, but I will say, you take out his voice, and the theme song would just be fine without his voice. Well, yeah, he sucks. Like yeah. vocally, like I'm like. You're fucking tired, bro. Like, what are you doing? I'll make to the ground. Sure oh that shit with the quickness, God, it's man. like skip, yeah. pass, pass. Yeah, you know um, that's
0: probably the only complaint of the show I have. So for that to be the only complaint. That's pretty fucking
1: good. That's actually been my complaint about the latest Muse songs that have been coming out. They're just kind of like Muse. Muse
0: oh, fell off a long time
1: ago. Uh, dude, they are very uh, Imagine's Dragon inspired. I'll have to play you one of their tracks off the show. It's fucking horrible. Oh, man, um, I don't
0: know if I want to leave listen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the second track is the second single they released uh, is much better. I'm, but I'm, I'm not. I'm good. not. I'll
0: take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not.
1: Jam, I'm not jamming out to it. Like if they come to town, I'm like, uh, skip. I'm not gonna watch them. Even though yeah, yeah. Muse is fantastic live, I don't want to have to sit through that fucking song. Okay. Like that's how bad it is to me. I only like that one album. That was it. Uh, Absolution. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Other than that, you're I'm like, good. no, you're not, not, with it. Yeah. Um, and then you have Peacemaker, episode four as well, the Chode Less Traveled. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so following a somewhat successful Choda mission, boy. Morn Mern, a recruits a vigilante. Meanwhile, after learning the team has helped land his father in prison, Peacemaker confronts his complicated past. Um, this episode also, I think, really good. It explores more of Peacemaker's like psyche and how he is, why he is. The fucking Peacemaker is a fucking g- genius of a show, man.
0: It's fucking hilarious. It's fucking really well shot, really well, uh, uh direction wise. There are no real like uh, uh dull moments. The show is just fucking great, man. I- I'm fucking really surprised that they fucking did this shit like this.
1: No, I in, and I forget. I don't know who. Directed this episode, it might have been James Gunn again. He's directed the first three that we've seen. Um, which I imagine, yeah, he wrote the episode, but it's directed by Jody Hill. But I think, um, Jody Hill did a fantastic job of capturing what James Gunn was laying down because it was really difficult. Oh, I, I know they all have a, a, a Bible, yeah, a production Bible, but honestly, like for me, right, the first episode that uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed in the first season of The Mandalorian. I felt like it was kind of boring. It didn't have a lot of pizzazz and flair. She's gotten much better with more work under her belt. Yeah, uh, okay, so, okay. And I think she's you know doing a much better job, especially with like the book of Boba Fett. It just didn't have enough of a budget, I think, in my personal opinion. So I think like James Gunn definitely taps people who are like, I trust you. I know that you're going to be able to pull this off and make it seem like I'm still directing it, even though that I'm not. I'm just writing it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think Jody Hill did a fantastic job. I'm just going to give you the money to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, HBO Max is not fucking around. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We're
0: going to do some good shit out here.
1: Yeah, so they have uh, Judo Master uh, in prison, gets away. Uh, We're going to do like a a quick recap of shit here. Um, Economos. Samuel. Samuel. Um,
0: I'll just tell you if I
1: liked it or not. Motherfuckers. Yeah, so. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clemson is, you know. Joins the team. They go through the files that they got from the job house. Uh, and he tells them, you know, pulls uh, Peacemaker aside. He's like, you fucking joke, bro. He's like, dude, you didn't tell me I was going to have to actually kill kids. He's like, what happened to your fucking pledge of, like, murdering people? He's like, "Yeah, I'll murder people. Just, you know, fucking- I need the
0: dove of peace.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I need that dove. Yeah, and, and so- um, Yeah, peace, baby. But you could tell, like- this episode, like how it explored Peacemaker's like men- mental state, yeah, his psyche. Yeah, his psyche, like especially like with the abuse of his father. Like you see the flashback in the episode yeah, where when he's, he's like stabbing, stabbing him. his own fucking.
0: It's that not was, his brother. That's not brother. No, no, it's his brother crazy.
1: died when he was a kid. Oh yeah, he yeah, was, yeah, he, yeah, right, yeah. Just stabbing which, some because His pops told me, "You gonna kill this motherfucker." You gotta kill this motherfucker, and it looks like he because he's evil. Unintentionally killed his brother as well, and that's why Peacemaker's like. Well, what did it say about my Whoopsie. brother? That he died under mysterious circumstances, and that you were you I were dr- involved. I think I drowned him. Yeah, or drowned him, or fucking caused him to have a seizure and, cho- and choking, choking him. Punch
0: him in punch him in the fucking face. No,
1: I. They don't show
0: it. I look like they were in a fight. It. That's what it looks like. It does look like they got into they got a fight, fight, and his fucking and brother po- punched him so hard in the fucking mouth, just killed that fool.
1: Yeah, because well, you see, the, you, see the, you see the brother land, and you start to seizure up, and you see the foam coming out of his mouth, yeah, and you're like, okay. So Peacemaker lost his temper at some point, probably because his dad was also training him to be a killer, and I bet those killer instincts took over, and he accidentally took out his brother when he didn't intend to. Full gore. Yeah, killer um, instincts. Vigilante somehow decides, oh, actually, Leota, Leota. It, Leota. is talking Vegeta. to Vigilante and tricks him. Into going into prison to try to kill the fucking peacemaker's <laughs> the dad, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell you're like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like you're gonna you're gonna fuck a peacemaker even more." Yeah, but she's doing it because like she realizes peacemaker is not a bad guy. He's just been given a bad hand, and maybe by killing the father, it'll be done. You know, it'll all be over. Um, Economos obviously screws up And Judo Master gets away Hardcore is having a hard time Because Leota's talking about Like how she's never killed somebody Um, And uh, Hardcore's like The fuck? Like Why are you on this fucking assignment? Like you gotta fucking be able to kill people Blah 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 And realizes because Of the emotional toll Of actually killing people That she's now able to kind of relate Where Leota's coming from Yeah And she didn't have anybody To kind of like walk her through This kind of fucking state She just did what she did because whatever. But she realizes that Amanda Waller sucks. And, uh, you know, at the end of the episode, um, you have Clemson um, basically uh, turns out to be a butterfly. You know, he's like fucking... They're all sitting down. You think like they're all having these emotions. And there was something about him uh, since the jump that struck, that's, that uh, st-
0: stood out to me, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I, I, just the way he, the guy... Um, performs his character yeah the way something in the very first episode that he pops up in he gives you that he gives you that vibe of he comes off as something yeah
1: he yeah for sure but also on top of that when judo master got away and peacemaker's like right, motherfucker we're gonna get this fucking round going and then judo master tells him like you got it all wrong the butterflies aren't bad they are and you know that's when leota actually shoots judo master in the chest yeah and you're, you're not really sure what he was trying to say I think I know, oh, and then fucking Peace Beaker's so fucking stupid. He's like,
0: I, I had that, yo. Yeah, I, had, I, I had round two. What the fuck are you doing? Why you? Why you shoot him? Like I had that. Like oh man,
1: you fucked I, up my chance. I fucking had that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. Fucking moron. No, and that's what I like. I like that the 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 show is unfolding like with the serious nature of the story. Wrapped up with the kind of like goofy comic booky shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That's why I won't skip the intro on Peacemaker because I'm like it's it puts me in a goofy mood. I'm ready to fucking. Get oh, okay. It. Yeah. No,
0: I just know what I'm in for, so I skip that <laughs> shit right away. I also like the fucking fact when uh, when stupid fucking Eagle is trying to get the fucking the, the fucking butterfly and he's just looking at him. It's like stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say I like, that fucking shit made me think he's gonna break the fucking jar that Ryan the Lion did uh did post on our. Uh, on our Instagram page, yeah, shout out Ryan the Lion, talking about how you fucked up and you didn't talk about what the chore- what was so special about the choreography.
0: Well, you know, I, and
1: I looked it up. It turns out Alan Tudyk is the choreographer's husband, and so he was the stand-in for John yeah, Cena. Yeah, I he- knew that already.
0: I yeah. Did I not say that? No, I don't. Oh, whoopsie!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: that's what I was like. Oh shit! Because nobody cares, Ryan. Fuck already. Yeah, <laughs> I keep keep going, boom. <laughs> no, uh, come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Come on the show. He's like, I do. all over it. all over my phone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. And so by the end of the episode, you think like they're all having these like mental workings through like in their head because it shows Harcourt in the bar by herself kind of sulking. You have Peacemaker uh, just, you know, really just bummed out. Uh, you have Leota, whose wife calls her and she doesn't answer it. Be, probably because of the emotional turmoil of like killing somebody and like how do you how do you explain to your to your your significant other that you're a fucking killer now, you know you've crossed that line that you know you didn't think you were gonna cross yeah, and then you know then you have Clemson just sitting there, and then all of a sudden the fucking tongue comes out and he fucking goes right into the fucking bone you're like you son of a bitch you motherfucker
0: no the, the the shit's a good ass show man it's fucking funny it's fucking even some like. It's gruesome It's crazy It's just a good, It's just a really fucking It's a good It's a good good show, man
1: No, no, it's good I'm excited I'm, I'm excited to see this where This type
0: of DC shit That's fucking hitting
1: Yeah, I will say Like, you give it to that's This is a, some proper that's Proper a, DC shit right here That's the biggest problem, right? You give it to people Who care about the material Yeah Like, that's why
0: I really They did this shit With all, everything DC this shit would be fucking fire, yo. Uh,
1: like fucking Matt Reeves with the Batman. Yeah. Jesus, even fucking since Suicide Squads and Suicide Squad, that it was
0: really fucking good.
1: No, 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 no. Anything, J- like the
0: newest one, of course. Right,
1: but I mean, like James Gunn is a comic. You know, he's a pop culture nerd. Yeah. So he knows all that shit. He like loves it. He adores it. And so therefore, he treats it with respect. It's the same thing like Matt Reeves who did the Batman. They're not in the same universe. They're different stories. But he also, you could tell, he has a healthy respect for the material. And I think it it it's a, it's fucking up there, dude. I'm still torn like emotionally if it's the Dark Knight or the fucking Batman. Like it's that fucking good. I think uh, on a technical scale, you could say the Dark Knight is the better made film, but you haven't seen it yet, so you yeah. you don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it's fucking. Uh,
0: we're talking about my, what the fuck's whose name is? Why am I fucking blanking? Right James now, Gunn,
1: man? John no, Cena, and the
0: fucking Dark Knight. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he was a fucking G.
1: Oh, no, the is. fuck Yeah, no, no. Then that's the thing. Like that's a toughie right there. Yes, that's tough why to get over on that, that fucking. That's dude. why it's real fucking hard for me because like there is such a like healthy respect for Christopher Nolan's like filmmaking. Yeah. But Matt Reeves also like you know you're talking about like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes, oh, yeah, Cloverfield, really the good. first Cloverfield he directed. Okay. Uh, you know, and he's done was a bit shaky, but was all right. Yeah, I mean, you pass on that one. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Uh, I I, I would have pulled away from the third person camera like at some point, like I would have gone to like film, but then the secret would have probably come out because remember that movie was released in secret.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, you had, yeah. So I don't remember
1: that, but yeah, all right, cool. You don't remember? Oh, no. yeah, yeah. He it was just a secret trailer that dropped like three weeks before the movie came out, and off you went. Like they had no idea it was being made. Ah, okay, it caught everybody off, off guard. That's why I think the movie was so successful. I see, but yeah. Peacemaker's really excited, and I think like you have people finally getting into DC that are going to be able to take the material and finally show it the love that it deserves. I would say the the person who did Shazam, I don't remember their name. I think Shazam did a pretty good job uh, with, uh, oh, with telling. Goofy, yeah, with the
0: goofiness. With the along with goofiness. The with,
1: the, with the fucking. Uh, a little bit of the corazón. Yeah, with that corazón.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that one also does did a really good job. That was the, probably the first DC uh, film I really enjoyed. Yeah, you're right now that I think about it. Yeah, it I forget was forget about Shazam. Yeah. It, I'm looking forward to Black Adam, though, also, I'm not gonna lie. No, no. I, I'm also looking forward to Black they, Adam. I think, that, I think now that they've caught their niche and they know that this is what's fucking being raved about, I think that's what they're gonna kind of go through.
1: This towards. is what's popping yeah, off. Yeah, well, and got, I think
0: Or maybe they found the right the right people, the right people. That's it, it, that's
1: the most important part. Yeah. Uh, David F. Sandberg is the director of uh Shazam. But I will say this, like you have a shit ton of characters in DC. Tap them, use them. Like you can come up with great stories like Peacemaker. I don't know who Peacemaker is. I I don't read too many DC comics, but yeah. I've just gotten into comic book reading. But like honestly, like just the idea that fucking hell, you have a fucking whole universe of comic book characters. Use them. It's the same reason that Marvel was so successful. They were like, fuck, we gave away all the licensing for X-Men and fucking, you know, all the big fucking things yeah. that we have. Who do we have? We got Iron Man. Fuck it. We'll figure it out. And Iron Man became a fucking banger. He wasn't even, like, the most popular comic book character. He's, like, B-tier at the time. Like, he's, like, lower than the rest of those motherfuckers. Yeah. And they fucking knocked it out of the park because they focused on the individual characters, the individual stories. I think that's why I like Peacemaker so much. Is yeah, no, yeah, you're right. They're so yeah, focused on Iron him. Man's a
0: good fucking movie. Yeah. And it brought back fucking Robert Downey. Robert Downey? My yeah. Ninja was done, you know, and people thought, ah, oh, who fell off the map? He's done zone.
1: Yeah, he came back and said,
0: yeah, right, biatch.
1: He's like, yeah, because of all of his uh, addictions and stuff. But yeah, he, he he's fucking never he... done a drug in his life. Have you, no. not,
0: you never seen Due Date, bro? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: all right. So now we're going to go on to the film of the week studio. Six. Six. Six.
0: Six. Six. Six.
1: Six. Yeah.
0: All right. Legendary rock band
1: Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion. All them Foo Fighters, steeped in grisly rock and roll history, to record their much-anticipated tenth album. It's Studio Six Six Six. Mucho scary. Um, yeah, starring Dave Grohl, Nate Mandel, Mendel, Mendel, Pat Smear in what is fucking movie? In March. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Taylor Hawkins, Rami Jaffe, uh, You have Chris Shiflett. Uh, Whitney Cummings, Jeff Garland uh, Leslie Grossman, and uh, you have a small role by uh, Jenna Ortega as one of the victims of Sky Willow. Uh, she gets murdered in the beginning of the film. Uh, uh, Will Forte, no? Oh yeah, Will Forte. Shit, he's oh. Carrie King's in this fucking movie. That's yeah, right. Has, uh, crew. yeah. yeah. Fucking when Schreier. I saw the fucking tattoos, I was like, that's fucking Carrie King. As soon as I his fucking face. Yeah, me. no, it's true. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I noticed the tattoos first. I'm looking at tattoos now. Oh, yeah. tattoo, tattoo. Uh, tattoos. Uh, yeah, no. Um, who is that? That's Who's dumb. this? No, but yeah, no. Honestly, Studio Six Six
0: Six. That was scary. You that was a scary, scary movie, and some fucking some sound was off <laughs> <talking> behind <laughs> us. Yeah, suspect AF. Dir-
1: directed by Bay McDon- <laughs> McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> no, uh, based on the story by Jeff Groll, and um, it was screenplay by Jeff Bueller and Rebecca Hughes. Uh, your thoughts of the film? Uh, the fucking movie was enjoyable to watch. I
0: cannot lie about that. I felt it was real goofy, real fucking like, eh, you know, eh. But it was fucking fun to watch. It was different. It wasn't fucking your everyday horror film, which is bu- nowadays is kind of bullshit sometimes. Most well, I the think time. they
1: follow a formula
0: now, right, to make money and shit. Yeah, like and this was kind of just random as fuck, out of whack, dope as fuck with the gore. Uh, some of the killings were well, pretty, pretty fucking well done. It, it was I- a I- gory, Definitely enjoyable.
1: I will say, I, I do appreciate the gore. Um, I think. What it had a hard time doing for me was balancing both the comedy and the horror. Like instead of like Mick melding the two together, yeah, but of course it it actually felt like who's gonna be involved with a movie like that? No, no, no. And and and, like I'm 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 trying to be obviously like objective about the whole thing, but like for me, like it felt like either it was either no, either it was (laughs) either it was funny or it was. Like, horror, at, you know, like, there was no, like... Yeah, but it wasn't, like, crazy horror either. No, no, it wasn't. But the thing is, I feel like because it, the tone shifted from, like, moment to moment, like, that's a thing. That's what... Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and I know that they didn't write it. Like, it was an idea that Dave Grohl had that these people, uh, you know, that uh, Jeff Bueller and fucking Rebecca Hughes fleshed out. They wrote the screenplay for it and, and, and yeah. took it. And obviously, like, the Foo Fighters are not actors. You can definitely tell. Dave Grohl could probably pull some shit off, Dave, though. He, they, he looks real natural. He yeah. plays, plays real
0: natural on the camera. And The foods kind of don't as much. No. He kind of... I think that's one of the reasons why they, why they shine on him a lot, because he does... He does the heavy lifting. He does, yeah. And he, he definitely has a camera presence.
1: Yeah, he does. I mean, look, they were all likable. They were all... You know, you could tell, like, they were giving it their best attempt. Yeah. Like, they were having fun, but it definitely was, like, something that they were... It was way outside their comfort zone. Yeah, you, like comedy,
0: comedy wise, I thought it was a uh, good because fucking
1: I laughed a lot. I mean, I, yeah, I will say I, I laughed more. You, like you kind of get
0: uh, the perspective of how they all interact in reality. You know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly. Like it
1: was, you know, they're playing themselves. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, yeah, and I when it was funny, I chuckled a couple of times throughout this film. Yeah, like, me too. You know, but like I, I wanted a kind of a a, a better mix of the two. It was like the levels were off. Like <laughs> for, yeah okay okay
0: I, for but, you maybe for me but, I, I I enjoyed it I yeah, yeah, enjoyed yeah. it I liked I didn't mind the the it going from kind of like dumb and goofy to fucking it being like trying to be scary trying to be scary yeah, yeah trying well, to be that like kind of like a horror type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, even in the horror type of aspects fucking like the the digital shit when they do on the bed you could see that right away it's like okay no yeah yeah, yeah well, the he, budget wasn't
1: the best no of course not and, and you know. It, you know, Whitney Cummings actually also does some heavy lifting on her scenes. Just yeah, she only kinda. she only pops up for like five minutes, so it's not like she can do a lot with the time she's given. Yeah, but um, it was cool to see her. I really like her as a comedian. I don't like her as a singer. Oh no, but yeah, it was fucking horrible. I think we could have done something different with that,
0: but yeah, okay, I, it, it was. They were they were being f- funny, yeah, right? Being like, like, oh, yeah. this—that's probably what they get all the fucking time. To be I'm honest, just, no, like, some fucking assholes on the street are like hello (laughs) i'm waiting here for you yeah hey you guys did listen to my demo it's hollywood mike instagram
1: baby yeah (laughs) you know and yeah i'm sure they get that all the time so it was like a nice uh like nod to that kind of stuff yeah those weird interactions that people are like oh i'm a big fan but maybe you can make me rich yeah here's my demo yeah um and so but yeah dude i mean honestly like that's what, the, what bothered Every me. Is like when it was funny, and then <laughs> they would go to the horror stuff. It just it felt like to me like it came to a grinding halt because the funny stuff was funny enough for me to be like engaged. When the horror stuff came out, like the gore wasn't enough to keep me engaged. Like I it, get you, it yeah. you know, it just felt like okay, the pacing's taking too long. Like it, it made the film feel longer. Than it should have been. The movie's only an hour and forty-six minutes. It's not a long movie. It's it's your standard ninety, almost ninety-minute runtime. It was a little longer, huh? It felt longer. It felt yeah, like it dragged right. yeah, in right. parts. And it's not like anybody's. F- yeah, but the reason the, uh, the reason I'm okay with it is because I
0: expected. Yeah. It's a fucking Foo Fighters movie. I don't expect that to be uh, top tier no, material, no. or even or even something that's supposed to be real horror. Yeah. At all in any of the sense I expect to be a, a movie With rock stars in it And that's exactly What the fuck I got oh, And like, that's the reason I enjoyed it
1: Well I mean It's like Michael Jackson's Sleepwalker Exactly right? like, well, I love that shit I love, fucking, that's yeah. that's fucking that's great That's fucking great That's fucking
0: great But that's exactly What you get What you're fucking <laughs> Looking for yeah. You know what I mean And it, it hits Exactly how it, how it has to Because even for me The soundtrack I, I enjoyed it
1: I'm not gonna lie I enjoyed it. Well, I mean, I mean, dude, they had John Carpenter come in and help yeah. them out. with Did the with, intro and shit? Yeah. That shit was dope, yeah. No, John, John Carpenter, I mean, dude, uh, one of my favorite tracks from him is um, called Night. It's a fucking banger synth. I never heard of it. Well, I, I only heard it because I wanted to go see Muse, and they were playing it. And, you know, you fucking pull out your phone, you're like, what is this?
0: Shazam this motherfucker.
1: And I was like, oh, fucking John Carpenter. I've Shazam
0: some couple times, man, and... No luck because motherfuckers is way too loud. Like, yo, shut the fuck up for a second. Give me, <laughs> give me this five, yo. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, excuse me, sir. I'm so trying fine. to Shazam this song. Yeah.
1: No, but uh, yeah, but that's what. That's you know, my know what
0: this song is, bro? fuck is wrong with you? This is. Hold on, let me put my phone on. Let me put my Shazam. on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that was my biggest problem with uh, the Foo Fighters thing because even like, for me, I'm like, <laughs> this is Red Red Wine by fucking UB40, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a classic. A classic. Um, but, but that's what bothered me about the film is like, even if it is. I was not- born in
0: 2001. <laughs> even, even if
1: it's not going to be like a yeah. top tier film, like I still expect it to, you know, try its best. And yeah. I don't know if if necessarily the story was strong enough. I to... feel like money wise, it just wasn't there. Money wise, true. Even
0: the location was like, ah.
1: It was an Encino it house. It probably wasn't
0: too expensive. Because now it wasn't... Yeah, it was one location. Yeah, one location. The house wasn't really. They probably just let the house get dirty for a week, you know what I mean? Or two weeks and didn't fucking do the gardening. Yeah, you it go. Did, yeah,
1: it didn't look like that spooky of a house. Like, no, oh, it's didn't. been abandoned forever. No, no, fuck no, no. So,
0: but like I said, for me, it was I enjoyed it because of what it was and what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't come up with real too many crazy complaints because I knew what the fuck I was getting myself into. Yeah, like, I did I mean, like the, the killing when Whitney
1: Cummings guys Oh, that when was her pretty dope. Up.
0: That was pretty dope. Fucking chainsaw, fucking scene.
1: Yeah, it looked cool. Even it, though they
0: split. It, wait, no.
1: It was it was shot from the side, so it looked like they yeah. were getting cut in half. But on top of that, what I liked yeah. is that you know even when the chainsaw came through her face and then went into the um, into um, Rafi's face, yeah, like it looked good enough where you couldn't tell that it was like mannequins. Like it was a quick I enough. Think edit. They, I think that's where they used all the money in the deaths and yeah. the gore. Because I will say, like I caught the mannequin looking motherfucker in the beginning opening sequence when he's dead on the stairs and yeah. the girl is crawling away. It looked like a mannequin. But I will say the Whitney Cummings and Rafi death did not. It looked good, like for a gory death, Um, you know. So there's there's hints and glimmers of stuff because it feels like it's almost the next evolution of what the Foo Fighters do. Yeah, like right, like they've always done kind of goofy fucking music videos, like you know. And so I think like this is just like them being like, well, maybe we can pull this off. And I don't know, maybe with some. A bigger budget, uh, maybe a little bit tightening up of the fucking script. You might be able to pull something off. You know, maybe if the guys felt a little bit more comfortable with how they were performing. Yeah.
0: Like you know, because like I, this was this was this was like a fucking haunted house. Yeah. Maybe next one will be zombies
1: or some shit. Something. Yeah. yeah. Worth, maybe maybe they could be like, all right, we did it. We made a film. Yeah. It will be zombies. 6 let's six. Be six. More, let's be more relaxed because it felt like almost like they were in their heads a little bit. Mostly the band members, right? Like fucking Pat smear. And uh, Rafi, Jaffe, and Chris, like it felt like they were kind of inside of themselves. Yes, yeah, like they
0: knew they knew the camera was there the whole time. That's yeah. the
1: shit. So, That's and I think that also hurt the it. kind of like more natural like feeling that they put off. But I honestly like, uh, what would you give the movie? Uh man, I I enjoyed it enough to give it like a seven at least. A seven. I'm you
0: that I, I knew what I was getting myself into, and it hit every note in that in that expectation. Every checkbox. Yeah, it checked all the boxes, <laughs> and it was well enough done that fucking I enjoyed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to give this a four, honestly. Like, it, Okay. Just because I felt like it dragged. I think I have to consider it comparing it to fucking uh, comparing it to other horror films that are done by professionals with bigger budgets and and uh, probably people that have fucking uh, fuck with story scripts and all sorts of shit like that. Yeah. And this movie, I enjoyed it more. I yeah. enjoyed it more so I have to give it a higher rating because no, no. there's fucking shit that's been done by a lot of people that are more professional and they fucking did a horrible go of it.
1: No, no, I, you know I, you That's know, the me, reason I gave it such a decent score because I was like, all right, cool. I, I enjoy this shit. I can watch this. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, like it just, because it drags so much. That's de- that's really the negative. Yeah. Because like, yeah. I feel like there's definitely potential with what they got. I yeah. Think. Like you're saying, uh, some of the acting in like Pat Smear,
0: they give off that whole, uh, the oh, camera's the camera's fucking, on. Yeah, the camera's on.
1: I can't fuck this up. The camera's yeah, on. Yeah, they give you that yeah, vibe. Yeah, they give sure. you that vibe. But I think like, they're real stiff, you know, in yeah. a sense. But I feel like okay, now that they've actually done it and gone through with it, I think maybe, maybe the next project chill, yeah. it'll be it be a little bit more warm, and they won't give a fuck anymore. Like that's the thing. Like it's hard, right? Like even you starting with podcasting, like you were like, it's so weird to have to hear my own voice. Yeah, or I have to do this, and I've been doing this for years. And also, right in our band days, I was the lead singer, so I was the guy on the fucking stage. Like, hey, it's it's the band and me. And so like I've got, yeah. I'm just used to putting it, putting it on, like. Fucking turn a switch and shit and be like, "What's up?" Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah I get you. So, but yeah, but uh, yeah. So four out, of, four out of ten for me and a seven out of ten from my brother. Yeah. And uh, do you have I any like tidbits? fucking
0: some cool music and shit like that?
1: And- it has some cool music. Yeah. Do you have any tidbits? No, not this week. All right. So no tidbits. Uh, but you know, yeah. Um, anything else that we got on the fucking table on the docket? Oh, mm. what's next what's next week's movie? Next week's movie
0: is a, a journal for Jordan, or a something journal like for that by Michael B. Jordan.
1: Michael B. Jordan, uh, one of a uh, fantastic actor. Uh, yeah, I got recommended
0: the film uh, through a buddy of mine today okay. here at work, uh, um, and uh, I want to check it out. He said he said he definitely enjoyed it because it's true story, and I, and he kind of gave me bits about it. And I think it's, I think it'll be interesting to watch and see how they depict this. Okay, that's why I kind of want to watch it. Like, all right, let's fucking it right, I mean, this I'm, I'm on board. So, and it's Michael B. Jordan, you know, dude, he's charismatic
1: as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, you he you know, does hold so- the
0: fucking screen time. I saw a fucking Dog with uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, and I think that his charisma and his his uh, shine on the screen. Oh, Michael B. Jordan's really... in it. No, no, Channing Tatum. Oh, Channing Tatum. That's what I mean. I feel like Channing Tatum and Michael B. Jordan both have that fucking that factor. You can watch them on a t- on a fucking yeah, on, yeah, yeah, a yeah. movie and be cool with it. You know. Yeah, and it's not the crit. It doesn't have to be the best fucking story, but you can get through enjo- the film. It's like, the same, yeah, thing, it's the same
1: reason why I like The Rock as well, like Dwayne Johnson. Not the best actor in the fucking world, but he's so charismatic from the wrestling days. <laughs> yeah, that I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I could watch him fucking. If he was like, "What's up? It's me, The Rock. We're gonna be painting this fucking wall," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's watch this fucking yeah, wall. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna narrate this. I'll watch. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna watch this wall right now. We're gonna watch this fucking paint dry right now. <laughs> oh, Ladies? look at that." It's a fucking candy-ass fucking paint. (laughs) Yeah,
0: candy-ass fucking paint. It looks sparkly. It's making my eyes shimmer. Look at the white of this wall. Do you smell it? It kind of smells like baked cooking. I'm smelling what The Rock is cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he'd make Um, it be really exciting. I got to watch this fucking paint dry all day, Exactly, dude. I mean, they should give him a Bob Ross type show. Mr. Rock, I can watch the paint dry all day.
1: YouTube <laughs> follower, guaranteed. He'll be the next Bob Ross. What's up? It's Dwayne Johnson here. We're going to be painting this canvas. There are no mistakes. We'll just cover that up. We'll cover it up right there. Look Can at the tree. It's beautiful. Can you smell it's green. <laughs> what the canvas is cooking? Yeah. <laughs> Um, you yeah, fucking jabronis <laughs> <laughs> uh, But thank you so much For joining us guys You can always find us On anchor.fm Slash the Renderos Bros You can find us Individually On Instagram As Render Me Sam I'm Hollywood Mike With a double I Email Ms. us Ms. Email us
0: At renderosbros At gmail.com yeah, Let rate, us and review us Also on fucking Apple Podcasts That's right Apple Podcasts Drop a review Yeah hit um, them fucking Cinco estrellas And five
1: stars If you want to be a star. (laughs) Shine bright like a diamond by giving us that five-star rating. Uh, But also, on top of that, like, if you have any films that you want us to watch, slide into our DMs. Let let us know. I mean, we'll watch it. Like, we're going to judge it, and we're going to judge you. But we love you. So we won't judge you as harshly, but we'll judge the movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll judge the fuck out of the movie. And don't fucking forget. (laughs) Don't be weird and, like, scary about
0: shit and, like, do crazy shit. But if the system bucks you, don't forget to buck that motherfucker back. We're the motherfucking Renderos, bros, and we appreciate every fucking listen we get.
1: Yeah, we do. We I, honestly.
0: no Uh Stay safe out there. We we'll catch you guys next week. One hundred.
1: Oh, thank you.